worldwide repping PC crew. You already know what it is that we came to do. We be rapping and singing and filming and acting. Yes, we making moves while the rest just reacting. I'm on your day test slow, see me as I go. So while you hanging out, trying to be in my photo. Opportunities, I'm giving back to the community. Haters want to step, give me fame. That's all you do to me. Cause people, them, they hail us like bread. They, they toast us. Yeah, we're leaps and bounds above the rest. Head and shoulders like a foster. It's a parent. We got living in my heart. Victory is inherent. Now it's up, up, and away. You know I'm elevating. Anytime I spit like a church and congregating. I don't deal or no deal. I make deals. Living life in 3D. I'm so real. I Transforming lives through inspiration, motivation, and coaching skills by using biblical and practical life principles. I am your coach, Don Jenkins. I am a ordained and consecrated spiritual coach. I'm a certified health and fitness coach. I'm a certified master life coach and motivational speaking coach. So my assignment is to coach you so that you can get better. 
We're going to the next level. We're going to operate in the next level. We only have one life to live. And so this is our moment. This is my moment. This is your moment. This is our moment to go to the next level. This is our moment to do the next great thing. This is our moment to maximize our life, to get better spiritually, to get better physically, to get better emotionally, to get better. Tell yourself, encourage yourself, motivate yourself. This is your moment to get better. This is your moment to go to the next level. So we are going to the next level together. I'm your coach. I'm your coach. So this show is going to be talking about a variety of different topics. Number one, a spiritual topic. As a spiritual coach, we're going to go through a variety of different spiritual topics. But we're also going to talk about health and fitness topics. Do you know that, 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 that your, your health should be your top priority? Because without your health, you can't do anything. So we're going to go into some health tips and some fitness tips. But we're also, as a life coach, we're going to talk about some life, uh, life situations and life goals. And we're going to motivate and encourage you and challenge you to live at the next level in your life. Tell yourself, I'm going to the next level. We're going to the next level. This is our time. This is our hour. This is our season. This is the day. This is our moment to get better and to go to the next level. So today, last week, we talked about, and and for the month of October, we're going to be talking about putting God first. Because before we go into all these other things, Uh, We want to give God his glory. We want to put God in his proper place. And we want to keep him first in every area of our life. So last week we talked about seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these other things will be added to us. And we spoke about pursuing God, pursuing God, pursuing God, pursuing his word, pursuing his word. Having a relationship with not only God, but having a relationship with his word. Understanding what his word says. Then we talk about pursuing his ways. Pursuing the ways of God. So that's where the transformation comes. Once you know the word, then you, then you can follow the way. For Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And then we talk about pursuing his will. Not our will, but his will. God has a purpose and a plan for you and I in our life. And this is our moment to turn our life around. This is our moment to live in the next dimension. This is our moment to go forward. Tell yourself, I'm going forward. I'm going forward. So this week, we're going to piggyback on that. You can call it part two of this. But we're going to continue to keep God first. So let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus. We give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise, and all the thanksgiving. We lift up the Don Jenkins show to you, Father God. God, we say, let your will be done. 
God, manifest yourself upon this show right now, in this show and through this show, that everyone under the sound of my voice will not hear me, but will hear you, God. Speak to the situation. Speak to the heart. Speak to the lives, God. Transform them through an inspirational word, a motivational word, a coaching word, God. Have your way with this show. Have your way with those under the sound of my voice. Show yourself strong and mighty. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Let us say amen, amen, and amen. Tell yourself this is your moment. God is calling you. God is calling you to get better. God is calling you to go to the next level. God is calling you. This is your time, your season, your hour, your, your, your moment to transform your life. Amen, amen. So we're going to talk about Matthew chapter 22, verse 37. Uh, 38 and 39. That will be our foundational scripture. We will be uh, talking about uh, many other scriptures on this show. But Jesus said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is likewise, you should love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the laws and the prophets. So today our, our topic is going to be love, 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 love. I need you to hear me crystal clear. I don't know where you are, what's going on, but I hear the spirit of the Lord speaking in me and speaking to you that God told me to tell you that he loves you in spite of where you are in spite of all your 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 situations your faults God loves you he loves you he if no one else loves you I need you to know that God loves you and so do I as your coach God loves you. Say it. God loves me. Say it again. God loves me. Say it again. God loves me. Let me show you. The Bible says in, in, in John chapter 3, verse 16, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that who shall ever believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. The Bible says in Romans chapter 5, verse 8, that God demonstrated his love towards us while we were yet sinners. Jesus Christ died for us. So we're going to dedicate the show to God. We're gonna, and, and we're going to talk about this amazing love, this great love. And we're going to talk about love uh, because God says he loves you and he's calling you to go higher. He's calling you to, 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 to get better. He's calling you. And he wants you to know that he loves you. He loves you. He loves you. So the greatest principle in the kingdom of God is love. The Bible says in 1 John chapter 4, verse 7 and 8, Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God, and anyone who loves is born of God and knows God. 
He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. God is love. God is love so he, where he meets us right where we are. God is love that in spite of everything we have done, the Bible says we all have sinned. So none of us is perfect. We all got issues. We all got mess. I am a mess. Let me just tell you this right now before we go forward. Without God, I am nothing. I can't do anything. I am a mess, tore up from the floor, but I thank God for the greatest event that ever happened in my life when I confessed Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. That was the beginning of a transformation in my life has not ever, ever been the same again. I thank him for loving a wretch like me. I thank him for meeting me right where I was. And the great news is, and where I am right now. So wherever you're going through, whatever your situation is, whatever you are in need for, understand that God loves you. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. The Bible says, in Romans 8, 38, 39, for I am persuaded, and I am persuaded that God loves me, and I know he loves you. But here's what Paul says, nor, neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principality, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor heights, nor debt, nor any other created thing shall separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. I'm coming back. We have to take a break. But I just want you to know that God loves you. Give me fame, that's all you do to me, cause people, them, they hail us like red, they, they toast us. Yeah, we'll leave some bounds above the rest, head and shoulders like a foster, it's a parent. We got living in my heart, victory isn't there, but now it's up, up, and away, you know I'm elevating. Anytime I spit like a church and congregating, I don't deal or no deal, I make deals. Living life in 3D, I'm so real. I am a winner, I am a Welcome back to the Don Jenkins Show. Again, I am your coach, Don Jenkins. And our topic today is love. And we talked about how God loves us. And so as believers, if you're a believer, 
uh, in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, we are called to love. God has called us out of our mess, brought us into his marvelous light so that he can demonstrate his spirit in us so that we can love all those that are in connection with us. Love those that are in our family. Love those that are on our job. Love those that are in our neighbor. Love the strangers that we see every day. God is calling you and I, all Christians, all believers, to demonstrate his love, to demonstrate his love. So there's four types of love. Uh, there's filet love, which is a friendship, brotherly love. There's a storage love, which is a, a, a family love, which is a, a parent and child type love. There's a eros love, which is a sexual love, a, uh, love. And then there's a agape love. And that's the love that we're going to talk about because God has called you and I in this type of love which is an unconditional type love. So God is calling you, he's calling me to love unconditionally like he loved us unconditionally. Uh, let's talk about agape love, agape love. Agape love, this godly love, this unconditional love that we're talking about meets the needs of other, of other persons. <laughs> I'm going to say that again. Because we all need love, but most of us are looking for love in all the wrong places. And that's why we're not being fulfilled. But the love of God will fulfill you. And so as believers, God is calling us to love so that our light can shine, that others will see his, our good works, but glorify him which is in heaven. And so we are called to love. And and and. And agape love meets the needs of the other person. That's why God did everything. He died. He went to hell. <laughs> he rose again. He paid the price. He shed his blood. He provided salvation and grace. Agape love meets the needs of the loved. I don't know about you, but I'm so grateful and thankful that God meets my needs all the time. Uh, unconditional in spite of, in spite of my situation. He loves me. Love, agape love, it is a decision to meet the other person's need. Wow. It's not a feeling. It's not an emotion. That's why a lot of our relationships are messed up. Because when the feeling goes away or the emotion changes, then the relationship is messed up and it changes. But that divine love, that agape love, is an unconditional love. And it's a decision. God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, to meet the needs of the other person. Hmm. Hmm. That's why in 1 John chapter 3, verse 17 and 18, it says this, but whoever has the world's goods and see his brother in need and shuts up his heart from him, 
How does the love of God abide in him? My little children, let us not love in words or in tongue, but in deeds and in truth. Ooh, God so loved the world he gave. He gave. So love is not a feeling, but it's a choice. It's a decision. Jesus says, if you love me, if you love me, it's a choice and a decision. You will keep my commandments. You will obey my instructions. So love is not a feeling. This type of love is not a feeling. Feelings come and go all the time. Okay, here's, a, here's, a, here's, a, here's one. See if you can follow me. Matthew 5.44 says, You have heard it says you should love your neighbor and hate your enemy. This is Jesus talking. But I say to you, love your enemies. Bless those who, who, who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. Pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. So Jesus is telling us not about how you feel. They hate you. They hate you. They hate you. But he says, love them. Love your enemies. Do good to those who curse you. Pray for those who pray. That's a choice. It's a decision. And if I say I love God, then God's calling us to love people. And he says, so love your enemies. That's why he gave us his spirit, the Holy Spirit, because our flesh doesn't want to hear that. But if we can humble ourselves to the spirit of God that's inside of us, his spirit will guide us and teach us and help us love those who we might say that are unlovable. And so God is calling you and I. I'm talking to the believers. I'm talking to those who say that you that 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 Jesus Christ is your Lord and your Savior. He's calling you. He's calling me. He's calling us. This is our moment to love. The world is waiting on us to love. The world is messed up, tore up from the floor up. But just like we were, but God demonstrated his love. And God is calling the believers to demonstrate your love. It's not based on how you feel. It's a choice. It's a decision. Every day you wake up, you have a choice and you have a decision. Am I going to do it God's way or am I going to do it my way? Am I going to love, love, love or am I going to hate I'm gonna be, or am I going to walk in unforgiveness? I'm going to be bitter. God is calling us to love. And as I said before, uh, the first couple weeks is going to be all about God. We got to put set the foundation first. We're going to talk about all those other good things that encourage you and motivate you. But because God loved you and he loves me, we must talk about this type of love, this agape type of love. So agape love is because of what it does, not because how it feels. And we talked about, about Romans 5, 8, that God demonstrated it's an action. It's not a feeling. It's an action. It's what he does. God so loved the world he gave. God demonstrated his love towards us. Why we were messed up, tore up from the floor, up, sinning, didn't even think about him. He still died for us. So agape love is because of what it does, not because of how it feels. Here's another good one. Agape love is an exercise of the will. <laughs> 
It's a love that is a act of the will. It's a act of the will. I can't love my neighbor unless I choose to love him. And I can't love my neighbor unless my will, my will, my will. You remember Jesus when he was in the garden? And he says, Father, let this cup pass over. I'm just paraphrasing it. But then he said this powerful thing, but not my will. He didn't want to go through what he had to go through, but he got to the point where it was because of his love, his love for his father and his love for you and I. He says, not my will, not my will, but let thy will be done. Agape love is the act of the will. It's the act of the will. And God is calling us to love. He wants us to die to our flesh so that his spirit inside of us can love our neighbors, can love one another in this agape type love. Mm. Agape love is related to obedience and commitment. And it's not necessary a feeling or an emotion. I want you to be honest with yourself. How many times have your feelings and your emotions have put you in a situation that you wish you never made that decision or choice? Don't trust your feelings and your emotions. They're temporary. Agape love is eternal. It's unconditional. And God is offering his agape love to you and to I. But then he also wants to demonstrate his agape love through you and through I. Because this world is looking for love and they're looking for it in all the wrong places. And God has chosen us to demonstrate his love here on earth as it is in heaven. So if we really going to put God first, as we said last week. We want to put God first. How many times have you made your decisions and made choices and you did stuff and you messed up and you messed up and then you prayed, then you call on the Lord and the Lord comes and finds you. He comes and rescues you and brings you out. And then after he brings you out, you go back to doing it your way. you got to get to a point. This is for somebody out there. You were you're sick and tired of being sick and tired of being sick and tired of being sick and tired. And you finally says, I surrender. I'm tired of keep doing the same stuff over and over and over and allow my feelings and my emotions to take me down the wrong path. God, I need you in my life. Not just on a Sunday, not just on a Tuesday, but I need you Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I need you 24-7. I need you all the time. It's a choice. I choose you today. I choose you this hour. In all my ways, I acknowledge you. I'm acknowledging God. Without you, I can't do this. I need your love. I need your peace. I need your joy. I need your wisdom. I need your intellect. I need you to guide my path. So I won't keep making the wrong mistakes over and over and over and over and over. Choosing the wrong person over and over because you're basing it on a feeling or an emotion. God is calling us to a greater place, a higher place, a better place, the next level place. And so he's, he's called us. He's called us. He's called us 
to love. First, I mean, John 14, 21 says, I said to you earlier that agape love is related to obedience and commitment. And so John 14, 21 says, he who has my commandments and keep them, it is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my father. And I will love him and manifest myself to him. Oh, my God. So this agape love is, is related to obedience. 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 So we don't, so it's an act of the will. It's a choice. Even though sometimes they get on your nerve. Because I know I can get on people's nerve. And I know you can also get on people's nerve. But he's still calling us to love. And because of my love for God is greater than my love for a human being. Because I love God. If you don't have this relationship right, there's no way you can have this relationship right. You can't love people if you don't love God. But if you love God, then God will help you love people. And we know people because we know ourselves. We, 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 we have issues and we, we, we need love. And so God says, let me love you and let me love through you so that this world can have my type of love and it will be a better place. So if we have his commandments and we keep it, the word of God says, it is he who loves Jesus. Says, if you love me, you will keep my instruction and keep my commandments. So, so love is a, act, is a choice, it's a decision, it's an uh, a action, it's not a feeling, it's not an emotion. It's based on our obedience to the word of God and the ways of God. And this world, this nation is waiting on you and I. The next level has come. This is our hour. This is our season. This is our time to demonstrate love to our family, to our, our co-workers, to our community, and most of all to the nations to show this type of love, this godly love. In the kingdom of God, love is a law. Wow. We thought when we were growing up that love was the feeling and the emotions, and we, our emotions and our feelings change all the time. And if, you're, if you're, you're, your emotions and feelings are always changed, then you have... In the natural or in, the, in, in, the, in the, the human side of us, then you put a conditions on your love. How many know that when you put conditions on your love, then uh, it's not unconditional love. It's based on what a person says and does. That's not the type of love we're talking about. Because that's why this world is messed up. Because we put conditions on it. And when a person doesn't reach that, condi when that condition, then they, because you have an expectation. And now because the condition wasn't met and the expectation wasn't met, now disappointment comes. And when disappointment comes, now division comes. And when division comes, now destruction comes. And, and now, now households and families are being pulled apart because we love them based on conditions instead of loving them based on our unconditioned type of love. So we need God. 
I don't know who this word's for, but God told me to tell you, you need God. You need his word. You need his spirit. You need his love so that you can love. God wants to meet you where you are. He wants to fulfill you. He wants to heal you and deliver you. But you, but you need him first. I got to take a break. I'll be right back. That's all you do to me, cause people, them, they hail us like red, they get toast us. Yeah, we're leaps and bounds above the rest, head and shoulders like a foster, it's a parent. We got living in my heart, victory isn't there, now it's up, up, and away, you know I'm elevating. Anytime I spit like a church that congregating, I don't deal or no deal, I make deals. Living life in 3D, I'm so real. I am a winner, I am a Welcome back to the Don Jenkins Show. I am your coach, Don Jenkins, and we are dedicating the month of October, the first couple of shows, uh, to the Lord. For the Lord is my rock. He's my salvation. He's my strength. He's my everything. And without him, I am nothing. So before I go on this new journey and try to do what all these other things, I want to make sure that God's in it. And I want to make sure that I give this show to God. And so over the last, last week, we talked about pursuing God's word and his will and his ways. Now we're talking about the greatest uh, 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 principle in the Bible, which is love. For the Bible says God is love. So let's pick it up real quick. We talked about agape love is, is, is not a feeling. It's a choice and a decision. That's why Jesus says if, that's a choice. And it's a decision. You love me. And we talked about agape love is an act of will. It's not an emotions. It's, you know, you, 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 we talked about the Bible says love your enemies. You got a will to love them. You got to choose to love them because you love him. Uh, we talked about, um, uh, we we're about to talk about that in the kingdom of God, love is a law. So in the kingdom of God, in the kingdom of God, as I mentioned last week, if you wasn't here last week, it's God's way of doing things. So when Jesus came on the scene, he says, repent. That means change your attitude, change your mindset, turn your ways back to God. 
for there's a new way of doing things. So Jesus came on the scene and says, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. It has arrived. There's a new way of doing things. God is, is telling us that there's a new way of doing things. I said, God is telling us that there's a new way of doing. All ways don't work. All you got to do is be honest with yourself and look at all the mistakes and all the issues and trials and tribulations we have made. It doesn't work. Always not working. But God says if we pursue him first, his kingdom, his ways of doing things, his righteousness, being right standing, then all these other things will be added to us. God has a purpose and plan for our life. He has created us. He has gifted us. He has predestined us. But, but we got to choose him. And then not only do we have to choose him, we got to choose to obey his word, choose to walk in his ways. For Jesus says, I am the way. The truth in the life. No one comes to the Father except through Him. And so, in the kingdom of God, God's love is a law. Romans 13:10 says, I'm giving you a bunch of scriptures. Love does no harm to a neighbor. Therefore, love is a fulfillment of the law. Mm. So let me drop some of this in your spirit. The focus of love is not getting, getting love, but giving love. Woo! I done messed most of y'all up. The focus of love is not getting love, it's giving love. Wow. I'm talking about this divine love, this agape love. Yeah. So we have to die to our will so that God's will can be done. We got to die to this flesh so that God's will can be done. So that we can be light in this dark world. We can demonstrate what love really is. Because everybody's trying all these other things, feelings and emotions. And come on, come on. The world's all messed up, torn up. Families are being destroyed and messed up. Because we're seeking our flesh. And not that thing called love. But God told me to tell you, he loves you. He's sending me on the airways to proclaim the agape love. This is a love that fulfills you. Yeah, it, it, it'll heal you and deliver you. Yes, it will. So, so let's do this again. The focus of love is meeting the needs of the other person. And aren't you glad that God meets the needs of us all the time? And if we really, really, it's like a mother and a father who had a, a, a baby. The closest thing I can tell you to. And they love their, that, the gift that God has given them. And their desire is to meet the needs of this baby. And God said this agape love is to meet the needs of the other person. God so loved the world that he gave. He met the needs of us. Amen. Amen. So let's watch this. So as believers, we are, we are to be known by us loving one another. 
Believers are to be known for their love for one another. I said believers are, be, are to be known for their love for one another. So if you are a believer of Jesus Christ, you and I are supposed to be known by our love for one another. John 13, 34, 35. I'll back it up. Jesus says, a new commandment I give to you. He, he, he's giving us some instruction. That you love one another as I have loved you. That you also love one another. By this, all will know that you are my disciples. If, there goes that if, that choice, that decision, you have love for one another. Wow. So as believers, we are known by our love, not our lust, but our love. Our love. Our love. Our love. How we can love our enemies. How we can love one another. How we can love strangers. How we can love our co-workers. How we demonstrate love. That's how we are known. So let's, let's, let's look at this, this particular scripture. He says, I give you this, that you love one another as I have loved you. If you're a believer, think about how God loves you. Think about that for a moment, how he loves you. In spite of everything we have done, I'm the chief sinner. He still loves me. He still died for me. He still forgave me of my sins yesterday, today, and the ones I'm going to create tomorrow. He died for me. He loved me that much. And he loves you that much. So he's saying for us to love one another as he loved us, as I have loved you, he says. Then this, he says, by this, by that act of loving other people the way he loved us, by that act, not by going to church, not by being religious, but by the demonstration of operating in the spirit of God's love, by that all will know that you are my disciples. That word disciple means learner or student or followers. If you say that you are following the Jesus Christ, that you have surrendered your, your life to God, and you said you came to a point in time and say, my ways is not work, working, you lift up your hand and say, I surrender. You confess out of your mouth Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You believe in your heart. That is the beginning of your new life. If anyone be in Christ Jesus, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. All things become new. And now you chose, you made a decision to walk this walk because you know your ways is not doing it. You're tired of keep messing up over and over and over and over. Hiding behind your job. Hiding behind your degree. Hiding behind your house. Hiding behind your car. Hiding behind stuff. But you know on the inside you're, you're empty and you're not being fulfilled. And now you ask God to come in your life. And the love of God, just like that, has come into your life. Now God is saying, now I wanted the way I love you, I want you to love somebody else. And by that, all will know that you are my followers. Not because you call yourself a Christian. Because you demonstrate the love of God. 
God is calling all of us to love, to love, to love. We first love him because he, we love him because he first loved us. That's what 1 John 4, 19 says. Let me read 20 and 21 of that same chapter. Now listen very closely. Remember I said love is a choice. It's a decision. It's the act of the, of the will. And we got to get to the point where we say, not my will, but your, let your, thy will be done. It's the act of the will. God has given us free will. He's not going to force us. He didn't create us to be robots. We have to choose and decide that because we love God, we want to love other people. He's given us his spirit to help us. And he's given us his word to correct us and instruct us. So he says this. Listen closely. If someone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. I didn't write the Bible. I didn't write the Bible. That was in the Bible before I came on here. It was in the Bible before I even knew about God. It was in the Bible before I committed to God. It was in the Bible before I surrendered my will. It was in the Bible before I started seeking his word. It was in the word. So let's get past all this other stuff. Let's go to that next level. Let's go to that better level, that higher level, that greater level. God chose you, and he's given you the spirit in you if you're a believer of Christ. And that's why the word says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yes, you can. This is your moment to surrender. This is your moment to commit. This is your moment to say, God, I need you. He wants to turn your life around. He wants to transform you and use you for his glory. This is your moment to love. So he says this. If someone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother, who he has seen, how can he love God who he has not seen? Woo! And verse 21 says, in this commandment, this instruction, we have from him that he who loves God must love his brother also. Must love his brother also. Must love his brother also. We have been chosen. We have been called to love. Oh, God. Oh, God, I felt something right there. Let me give you this. Let me give you this. Let me give you this. Ephesians 5, 1 and 2 says, Therefore be imitators of God as dear children. We are the children of God if we confess Jesus as our Lord and Savior. He says, now be imitators of God as dear children and walk in love as Christ also loved us. And given himself to us, a offering, a sacrifice for God, for a sweet smell and aroma. So he has chosen us and called us to walk in love. Yeah, 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 this is a good thing. This is a good thing. So I got to take a break here now. But I'm going to come back. We're going to talk about what, what the Apostle Paul says some of the prescriptions of love is, 
and then we're going to close the show out. Again, God loves you, and I do too. I am Coach Don Jenkins. All you do to me, cause people, them, they hail us like red, they get toast us. Yeah, we're leaps and bounds above the rest, head and shoulders like a foster as a parent. We got living in my heart, victory isn't there. Now it's up, up, and away, you know I'm elevating. Anytime I spit like a church and congregating, I don't deal or no deal, I make deals. Living life in 3D, I'm so real. I am a Welcome back to the Don Jenkins Show as we're talking about the agape love. As we're dedicating this show to the Lord, we're giving it back to the Lord. And uh, we talked about pursuing the kingdom of God. And this show, we've been just talking about this unconditional love, not the worthy love. The worthy love is that messed us up, messed all of our relationships up. And we already, and we, if you really be honest with me, that love doesn't work. Because that love is based on conditions and feelings. And as soon as the condition changes and the feeling changes, then everything changes. And, 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 and then, you, then it brings forth destruction and division and hurt and pain. But we're talking about this unconditional type of love. That God loves us so unconditional that why we were yet sinners, he died for us. He meets us right where we are and he loves us. And, and God has, because he loves us, he has called us and chosen us to go back into this dying world, this, 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 this world that's full of lots of pain and, and struggles, and to demonstrate this type of love. So I'm going to, let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 13, and let's see what some of the prescriptions of love is that the Apostle Paul said. You're going to love this, and then we're going to finish out with the, 
the uh, 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 Matthew 23, 37, 34, love the Lord your God. So it says, um, love suffers long and is kind. So let's get the revelation and the understanding what the kind of love I've been talking about this whole night. This type of love suffers long and is kind. I'm going to pause for a second because I want you to really think about this. That word long suffering, suffer long, it really means patient. Wow. Love is patient. Aren't you glad that the God we serve is patient with you and me and all of our mess. He's still patient with us in our family's mess. He's still patient with us in our finances mess. He's still patient with us in our relationship mess. He's still in our marriage. He's still patient. And so the Apostle Paul teaches us in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, read it for yourself. It's patient and kind. It's not bitter. It's not angry. It's patient and kind. I don't know about you. I'm so grateful for the loving kindness that he shows me every day. He gives me new mercies every day. His loving kindness. Then it says this, love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. Is not puffed up. That means love is not prideful or arrogant. It's not puffed up. It's not based on feelings or emotions or conditions or expectation. Does not behave rudely. I'm teaching up in here. It does not behave rudely. Wow. It doesn't seek its own. It's not about me. Let me just tell you again. I, know, I said it at the beginning. It's not about me. I got to a point in my walk where I said it's not about me. One time I thought it was all about me. And I got sick and tired of being all about me because I don't want to drive that wheel no more. It's about him now. And because it's about him, then I want to obey his word. And I want to love the stranger. I want to love the neighbor. I want to love one another, the brother. I want to love because he loves me. I want to love back. So it doesn't seek its own. It's not about you. Hmm. It, it's... It does not, does not rejoice in iniquity, but it rejoices in truth. It bears all things. It bears all things. It bears all things. It believes all things. It hopes all things. It endures all things. And then the Bible says love never fails. Another scripture says love covers a multitude. In 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 8, read it for yourself. My time is going short. But it says, love covers a multitude of sin. I thank God for covering all my sins and your sins. Uh, and it never fails. His love never fails. His love never fails. Somebody's struggling in their marriage, but God told me to tell you, his love never fails. Love unconditionally. 
Don't put a condition or expectation. People are going to fall short. You fall short. I fall short. We all fall short of the glory of God. Don't put the expectation on. Love is patient and it is kind. So let's go back to our, our scripture as I bring this teaching to a close. He says, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second one is likewise. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. See, the greatest thing about the kingdom of God is love. Loving in the kingdom of God is your first priority. If we call ourselves imitators of Christ, children of God, he loved us. So he, God so loved the world, he, he gave. And then the second, giving in the kingdom of God is the second priority. So loving and giving, they go together. I said loving and giving go together. That's why I said it's not about you. It's about him. And so when it's about him, I can love you. So he's telling us in Matthew three things. He says, love God. Somebody out there, you're struggling with your relationship with God, but God loves you. He's calling you right now, and he's telling you to love. God is great. God is awesome. God is mighty. He's all-powerful. He's all-knowing. God is peace. He's joy. He's your rock. He's my strength. He's my salvation, and he's calling you. And you got to love God. I know you love your career. I know you love your car. I know you love your job. I know you love stuff. But that doesn't fulfill you. God is calling you to love him. Love God first. That's the greatest commandment, Jesus says. Nothing's greater than that one. Put him as a priority in everything you do. Love God. But then he says, love your neighbor. As you love yourself. So number two, you can't say you love God if you don't love people. We are called to love people. And number three, you got to love yourself. As you, you can't love people if you don't love yourself. Because the Bible says your second one is, just, is like the first one. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. God loves you. This is for somebody out there. God loves you. And if God loves you, you can love you too. He has forgiven you. He has died for you. He created you. He has a purpose for you. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are special. You are valuable in the eyes of God. And if God loves you, love yourself. Love yourself. You got purpose. You got gifts, you got calling, you got to love you. So those are the three things. Everything is based on that. Love God. Love you. And love people. And I'm not talking about the feelings and emotion. I'm talking about this unconditional type love. God is calling all of us to love. To love. He told me to tell you he loves you. He's calling you. Higher, he's calling you. Higher, he's calling you to live better. He's calling you for a greater experience on earth with this type of love. He wants to show himself strong and mighty in your life.
He wants to bless you beyond your wildest imagination. And most of all, he wants to give you what your heart is desiring, that love, that love. So God is calling you higher. He's calling you to become greater and to become better. better. So this is your moment. This is your hour. This is your time. This is your season. This is your day. Now is the time to move forward in the love of God and love God. Tomorrow's not promised. Love people and love yourself. Again, I am Coach Don Jenkins. You can reach me. I would love to hear from you at J at gmail.com. Shoot me a quick email if this message touched you, if this message spoke to you. Encourage me back. Love me back. Coach, D-O-N-J, at gmail.com. Or you can leave a quick message, 240-712-4266. 240-712-4266. J at gmail. Again, this is our moment. This is our time. We're going to the next level. We're operating at a greater level, at a greater dimension. We're doing, we're getting better. Again, I am Coach Don Jenkins. Tune in next week at 8.15 on Sundays. I am Coach Don Jenkins. God bless you and may heaven smile upon you. Give me fame, that's all you do to me, cause people them the hail us like red, they get toasters. Yeah, we'll leave some bounds above the rest, head and shoulders like a foster as a pair.